0: Yeah, do not adjust your monitors, your phones, your televisions, whatever device you're watching this on. I do not have glasses on right now, and uh, the reason is laziness. I had meant to take them off, take my contacts off, but sorry, I'm messing with my lights. But then I sat down here and I hadn't done it and I was too lazy to get back up and do it. Uh, Also, apologies. I know I talked about maybe getting Jordan on today literally about 20 minutes ago. I went, oh, yeah, I forgot to do that. I feel like a bad person. But. Maybe next week. Who knows? In the meantime, those caveats aside, why don't you tune your ears to the sound of My buddy Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers kicking off the intro. Yes, indeed. That is Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers with our theme link ray gun. As I always say... Link will be in the description for that one. Pick up that record. It is real good. Real good. Uh, One last apology before we get started, which is I am tired tonight. And uh, so I don't know how long this one's going to go. We'll see. I got a beer I really want to drink. It's this one. It's an octopus wants to fight IPA. Is this just something I had in my fridge? Yes. Is it something I've done on the podcast before? I'm pretty sure. Am I going to do it again tonight and not care? Absolutely. For one, it's good to revisit beers intellectually. I drink this beer all the time, but to actually stop and sit down and spend a bit of time with it, I haven't done that in a while, so that'll be exciting. And then also I was listening to some stuff today and it got me thinking about IPAs a bit, and so I wanted to have an IPA and talk about it. So ah, that's the stuff. Get ready, kids at home. This glass, questionably clean had water out of it with my dinner, which was fish sticks, which was super yummy. I'm actually still kind of hungry. I've been trying to do intermittent fasting and not eating after 9pm. Give myself 10 hours, but that's not going to happen tonight. I got a bag of Takis I want to eat. So anyway, well, <laughs> seem to be admitting to a lot of stuff tonight. You guys are my sounding board, I guess. Hey, look at this. Yeah, that's a Guinness glass. Not even as dirty as I thought it was going to be. Octopus wants to fight IPA. That is hazy. That is not quite orange juice hazy, but it is basically opaque. Down near the bottom, you get a bit of light coming through. You can almost see through the bottom. Almost, but not quite. Nice bit of white foamy head. Already, the tropical aromas are just... Wafting around my face. It's delightful. Hmm, that one's got a really orangey pop to it. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, orange juice. Bit of peel, maybe, but like juicy orange. And probably some pineapple. It's very tropical is what it comes down to. I was also going to point out there might be a touch of peach in there. Mango. Yeah. Mm. It smells so good I got to drink it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Like I said, I haven't actually thought about this one too much recently. And you know what? Well, I already knew I like it. There's no doubt about that, but I really like it. Um, Yeah, on the palate, you get almost a little bit of evergreen off of it. It becomes more bitterness driven, which it's a hop forward beer, but Comparing that to like a New England style that's so aromatic and doesn't have a lot of actual physical bitterness to it. This one still does. It's not crazy bitter. It's not like I don't even think it would kind of clock into the West Coast range, but it's more bitter than like your typical New England IPA, which I don't think it is. I think they just call it just an IPA. I don't think they refer to it as New England style. A lot of the flavor and aroma components that you would expect in a New England are also here. But they're driven by a more bitter uh, hop presence, uh, which I find delightful. As I say, a little uh, resinous and piney. Then you still get that orange, but now it is getting like more orange peel um, so that it's there's quite a bit of, of, of dry bitterness to it. And again, sort of resiny or almost it's not sticky in in uh, mouthfeel, but it's getting into that sticky kind of hop range in, in the taste. I think there's wheat in it. I'm not sure about that, but I think there's wheat in there. There's a bit of a tang that you get off of the hop, but I think there's a bit of wheat to it as well. And then, yeah, nicely bitter finish without being teeth sticky, again, like West Coasty, but enough bitterness that it's not just like fruit juice. There's actual some balance here, uh, some actual hoppiness, alpha acids that are making the beer yeah nicely assertively bitter oh that's nice I haven't read the can there's a silly thing on the can yeah and also uh, it's all made up They say that they made it with eight varieties of hops and eight types of malt, targeting 88 IBU and 8.8%. None of that's accurate. It's not 88 IBU. It's not 8.8%. Maybe there's eight varieties of hops and malt in there, but I doubt it. There's probably two or three types of malt and maybe four or five varieties of hop. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I think this is pretty solidly a... uh, a new world citra mosaic driven beer. There's probably Simcoe in there. It's probably where that pine's coming from. Mm. And peach could be galaxy. Actually galaxy. will kick peach and orange sometimes could be both. Maybe if they did use eight, maybe they used a bittering hop too, because there's definitely some bitterness to this. It's not all late edition. It's quite nice. What a nice beer. We don't need to get specific with food with this. It's going to be what you would expect. Um, Because of the bitterness, this is going to manage to keep up a little bit more with something on the spicier side of things. So, you know, you do you some nice fish tacos, especially if you have a slaw that's got like something tropical in it, like mango or pineapple. That'd be nice. Be real good. I would do that. That's what I would do. I have fish sticks on the brain, though, so it could be related. Oh, that is nice. Nice creamy mouthfeel without being like too velvety. But all of that, even as I'm saying it, is reminding me, uh, I finally got around to, it's funny, I don't always listen to podcasts in uh, the proper order if they're not episodic. And uh, so today I listened to uh, the Beer and Bullshit interview with Matt Tweedy. I haven't even finished it, actually. I only got about halfway through before I got home but uh he was talking about like hazy ipas and he brought up the good point which is that like in the world of uh, well-made ipas th- those are all basically the same they're they're actually kind of becoming like the equivalent of like the macro logger in the craft scene in that like if you make it badly, that's another story. Then there will be some differences, but well executed ones all more or less have the same flavor profile. They have the same mouthfeel, you know, they, they're, they're not identical. Like you could certainly probably tell them apart in a blind tasting, but you could tell them apart in the way that like there are slight differences, but that in general, they're, they're basically the same beer, um, which to be fair, actually with IPAs was also true of West Coast IPAs. Um, There wasn't a lot of nuance between different examples of those back in the day. And I think kind of what it comes down to is like IPAs end up being like like a platonic ideal. (laughs) And so somebody makes like, say, heady topper and then. It's not that everyone's just cloning that the the ideal has changed but it's changed progressively in a in a corporate kind of way not like a corporate business but like a together a communal would have been a better word there kind of way and so then you know, people start playing with bio transformation and that's working really well. And people start using a specific type of English ale yeast and that's working really well. And so then everyone's kind of doing that same thing. And what you end up with is if they're done well, they're very tasty, but all very samey. and it's very rare that you find a really high quality example of the style. That's also unique that, that kind of stands out in the crowd. Um, I mean, maybe in the IPA sense, one of the ones that kind of did that was Karma Citra, but then obviously it kind of became the standard bearer, if that makes sense. And then the extension to that point, which I've encountered myself, um, that Matt also brought up and 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 uh, Ben and Chris are talking about, which is then part of the problem is that sort of becomes what people think craft beer is. So then they have that IPA and it's not their thing. They're not into it. And maybe even they're brave enough to have another one or even two. And they find them despite being from different breweries to be basically the same and basically not something that the person wants to drink. And then they go, that's what craft beer is. And then they're not drinking craft beer anymore. And that's a real problem too. Um, that obsession with like that one style as the, the, the pinnacle, um, It's it's not good for anyone and it's especially not good for everybody in the industry Um, Doing something I was going to say one thing really really well Sound familiar But being really good at a thing and just doing that thing really well Doesn't mean you can't do other things But so like Godspeed Makes an IPA It's one of their uh, standard beers Uh, Ochame which is with green tea It's really tasty It's an interesting IPA But it's like that's not their thing their thing is actually really kick-ass loggers and they do that really 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 well and have been doing it better and better and better and what they're at now is just like next level and it's not that they then can't also make an IPA or a Saison or something but they know that like this is the thing that we're really good at and we're known for and like this is where we're planting our flag It's just so many breweries will plant their flag on the IPA hill and like their flag and everyone else's flag kind of looks the same. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of samey and boring. That said, I still love a good IPA, love a Hazy Boy, love a New England. They all work for me. But I also totally understand, like, the hesitance around, hesitance, hesitancy, around everyone basically doing the same thing. Even if you're doing it well, you're really excluding a lot of people from the, uh, from the fold. Let's talk about IPAs after this sip. You know, Ben said it, I've said it, I've heard other people say it. My kingdom for a good West Coast IPA, like Lone Pine, which I did last week. um, Fantastic. Still an absolutely bonkers good West Coast style IPA. There's, I was going to say, there's nothing wrong with doing that beyond that. It's great that they are still doing that. IPA, sure, it, it, it needs to be if you want to make it to standard, it needs to be higher in alcohol. So think like five point five percent and up into the sixes is probably ideal. It needs to be significantly hoppier. And especially if you're making it in the, in the North American style, not the English style, it's going to have really jacked up hops. But like at that point, you can kind of just start playing. They don't all have to have Citra in them. They don't all have to be mosaic driven. You can w- still make an IPA and mess around with like using cool and interesting and maybe unexpected hops. I remember I had an IPA. It was a West Coast IPA, but it was made with a, um, a variety of Hallertau, which is a German noble hop, but that was grown in North America. I think it was in um, Oregon and. Um, So it doesn't taste like Hallertau from the Hallertau region in Germany. It's similar, but it had its own kind of thing. But the thing with Hallertau is it's really spicy and it's got this really nice um, uh, herbal quality to it. And it works really interestingly in a West Coast style IPA as the as the flavoring hop. Um, You know, there's no reason why. You can't mess around with that sort of stuff. I mean, the one, well, two reasons. One is, I guess there are a lot of people who'd be like, that's not an IPA. It doesn't have mosaic in it, right? Um, But then the flip to that is also, I I can also see why a brewer might not want to do that because it's scary Um, because you, you have to be good at it and to, to, To successfully pull that off, you need to have taken the time to develop it and the time to, uh, uh, you know, perfect it, really. Um, You don't just get to make it and then put it out and be like, okay, we're cool. You know, there's going to be iteration and iteration and you are kind of chasing an ideal. And then when you get there, then you've got this cool thing. And that'd be amazing. I kind of wish more people would do that rather than just. Oh, yeah, we'll use. Simcoe and Mosaic and a bit of uh, I mean Citra and Mosaic and a bit of Simcoe and we'll use biotransformation and we'll make it hazy as shit. There'll be oats in there and uh, we'll be done. Easy peasy. You can probably get Chad GPT to write you the recipe. And it would probably not be a bad recipe if we're honest. So that's my, my plea, IPA makers. Strike out on your own. Do something interesting. Mix some fruit up in there, maybe. Or, I don't know. You tell me. Surprise me. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's see some interesting takes on what an IPA can be. Could be West Coast. Could be New England. Could be an English IPA. Just mix it up a little bit. And or, get really good at making a different type of beer. Like, like a nice brown ale. goes a long way. Long way. Anyway, my brain's kind of running out of juice here. I am zonked, and uh, I know I've already forgotten something I meant to mention. So I think I need to shut it down before I fall apart on a podcast. But, uh, hey, you can pick up this. Octopus Wants to Fight IPA, like, everywhere. It's at grocery stores. It's at the beer store. It's at the LCBO. It's at the brewery. It's everywhere. Um, so get it. It's really good. Uh Especially if you want an IPA with a little bit more bitterness. If you're a little done with having kid gloves put on for the fruity pebbles of the, uh, of the beer world. Eat it with some fish tacos. And then spend some time thinking about what an IPA means to you. And what your ideal IPA looks like. Me, I want a lot of bitterness. A lot. I'm a West Coast kind of guy. I wouldn't mind the haziness of these guys but with that sticky, resinous, hoppy presence. Really coat my mouth, you know? I want to taste it in the morning. Yeah, that's what I want. Anyway, I am tired. I'm going to go. Got a dog to walk and a bed to sleep in. I hope you have a good week. I'll see if I can't remember to figure things out with Jordan. Get this happening. We were talking about drinking some cool Avling beers too. Haven't done that in a while. Sure would like to. Jordan, if you're listening, poke me and remind me. And uh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Anyway, guys, I'll have yourselves a good week. I will talk at you in seven days. Take care. Bye.